Hey there, my friend. How's it going? You're listening to the Mindfully Resilient Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Joseph Serfati, and we are back with part two of a three-part series titled Self-Isolation Requires a Self-Check-In, which is a segment from something I call the Consortium of Coaches Roundtable. In case you missed it, on March 29th, 2020, I sat down with three other coaches and we discussed the topic. And in this case, it was about self-isolation and how we checked in with our habits. And yeah, we went into a great conversation. So if you missed part one, go back to that and catch up on that. If you listen and if you listen to that episode, have you checked in with your habits? Did you check in with your your daily routines, your nutrition, your physical activity, your relationships with your family, your friends, your community, with yourself. And if you did, how do you feel? Do you think, do you think you've, you've surprisingly done things a lot better now? You're a lot more aware of what's going on? Or do you feel like you fell back a little bit and there's room for opportunity right now? Whatever it is, you got it. You cannot give up. You will not give up. You are strong and you will get after it. I believe in you. You know, speaking of belief. So in part two of of this series, we're going to be talking about something really interesting that happened. This phenomenon that happened over the first two weeks, but still going on right now, is that we're seeing a change in the belief system vis-a-vis fitness. A lot of people, we uh, have talked about, you know, that they didn't have time to work out or they couldn't work out at home. But that we're seeing bit by bit that that belief system is changing. People are working out at home. They're finding that time, that ability, that drive to get in at least five to 10 minutes of exercise in the comfort of their own home. We've also seen a surge in fitness instruction online, especially on social media. If you if you follow fitness professionals, if you open Instagram right now, I'm sure you'll see a bunch of lives going on simultaneously of various workouts. A lot of free workouts on there. And, you know, this may be the start of something amazing. And at the same time, within this conversation, Blake ends up asking the three fitness professionals, so myself, Patrick, and Candice, about our thoughts on the impact of this virus on the overall health maintenance. You know, and I go into a, a topic that, that's kind of an un- unpopular opinion in the fitness industry, and I'm sure you'll pick up on it when you listen to the, the, to the segment. So once again, sit back, relax, and enjoy part two of Self-Isolation Requires a Self-Check-In. Um, so you look at that and there's also other belief systems. And I, I, I love, I always talk about belief systems with everybody, a lot of people, including my family, because sometimes they have these belief systems like, um, well, you know, if this happens, well, you can't do this, uh, uh, or like lifting up something heavy, you're going to hurt your back. No, if you do it properly, you're not, but it's just a belief system because of the past experience that created that belief system, like physical activity. And there's so many people who who said they didn't have time for working out, physical activity, or they need a gym. You know how many people are working out at home now? Find that they have the ability to work at home? So many. So many people. (laughs) 
thousand yeah. all over the world. I just mm -hmm. read today, Good Life says it's probably not ever going to rescind the online programs it's now creating. Um, and same with Cineplex on a, on, a less, on a less fit level. But yeah, two major organizations that have said there's no sense in, in, in rescinding these. Some people are still going to see this as an option in the future. And it's just been so successful. Uh, and for, for Good Life's part, they're just saying this has served a need because not only have we seen a shifting, we've seen new people that never got around to signing up that never got they've signed in they're on yep. they're doing it and they're you know doing so they said it would be a disservice for us to take these services away because there will be people in three months time who still want them yep well it, it's it's opening up a lot of doors for the people that um don't feel comfortable being in in, in a room with a bunch of other people that uh they might feel are, are watching them or are not comfortable with their body or they want to try out a new class but they're not comfortable with their coordination so they want to give it a try before they actually go live little things like that this is opening up so much opportunities for trainers and for clients yeah it is and they i did. think people that 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 wanted that you know they don't want to go to the gym but they didn't see the home option either it's now they're feeling that sense of I have no choice. They're getting stir crazy there. You know, they don't have something to, to as an excuse or a distraction. So they finally said, this is it. And, and they've gotten to it. And I'll bet that this crisis has, you know, you, we worried that it was going to take people out of fitness is going to take them away from it. I think we probably put more in. I think yeah, so. I think given, given those two, the ones, like you said, that um, there's some that didn't think they could work out without being at a gym. And having all the equipment and everything to go, they can just move their bodies. And to try to get that message out there, um, you guys all know it's tough. Not everyone believes it or they just think what they see is right, that they have to sweat four pounds off of them each workout and, and lift tons of weights and move around when really they can just get up and, and move their bodies, which is what they do every day anyway, and, and get a little better. So I think sort of that... Um, it caused them to understand that, that that is an option. And like you said, the combination of being a little stir crazy, maybe a little um, on edge from all the news and information, they need that release. They need that outlet. So something's there for them to do. And they kind of hits that light bulb where, Oh, I can do this at home in my uh, underwear if I want to and, and do whatever, just move my body around. And then I feel a lot better and I can, my kids are home all day, but I have energy to play with them because I did that workout this morning. Or I'm going to do one tonight before bed and get a great night's sleep. So it's all kind of cycling in together, um, trying to look at the, again the bright side of that of that chaos and, and get that momentum going in people's lives to, to get them going forward to wherever that is they're going. I think it's encouraging that the thing that used to be a victim of distraction has now become the distraction. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are exercising because That's they're, right. they're, they're trying to beat down the panic, they're bored, they're whatever. It's like, yeah, I used to not do this because I was distracted. Now, now I want to be distracted from my own worries. I want my lungs to be healthy. A lot of people are, a lot of people are like, I need my lungs healthy, so I'm doing it. Whatever it may be, it's a, it's getting people started, and and it's up to um, them to want to continue. But it's with all of our us around them, um, encouraging them by continuing to offer classes, um, you know, doing live workouts and stretches and, and, and giving people hope that 
with just their body, um, they can do so much. Um, and, and with just moving, like Patrick said, it, it's not just moving your body, but it, it helps with the mind. It helps with the energy. It helps with just overall um, everything positive. And uh, when you start moving your body, you then you decide that you're wanting to eat a little bit better throughout the day because of not wanting to waste your workout or, or whatever it may be. It just really does just start a ripple effect. So just um, get moving is just really important, especially right now and getting outside. I know not with people, but getting outside if with your little family that you're able to be with going for walks by yourself with your dog, but just getting out in, in, in nature, um, embracing it for what it's able to do right now, rejuvenate itself with all of, without all of us, you know, fishing and, and boats float going through the ocean all the time and airplanes always in the sky. Like it's taking a breather. There's so much right now that we can just, embrace and 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 do um with 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 this time right now now you guys the three of you are much more about physical training um than i am i mean i have the certifications and i you know i i I do my thing but uh you guys are more actively in it i'm i'm i've moved more over to a, a cerebral coaching as it were so let me ask you guys then so i can sort of play moderator to the three trainers. Do you think that one of the big shifts over to fitness is also because people are starting to take their overall health a little more seriously? I think part of it is just people are saying, I'm going to hedge the bet against this virus uh, and start eating better, sleeping better, you know, doing that thing. Do you think that was the trigger maybe? And the rest has fallen into place. See uh, what I, how I say, I want to be positive in all of this. I want to be positive and say, okay, this is going to be changing some habits. And obviously this lasts more than 28 days. We know that's going to develop a habit, but we got to make sure it's consistent. And what I mean by that as coaches, we're out there online. Okay. I didn't want to break, like, talk about it in this call, but I think I might is that a lot of trainers out there are going to be off are, are, are offering free online sessions. There has been talk in social media amongst the community, the fitness community, uh, the fitness professionals, that we, we, there's a devalorization of fitness. So with all, it's great that we're doing these workouts for free, these quick 15, 20-minute workouts. But at the same time, we've got to make sure that, these pe- that people who develop this habit come out of this thinking, okay, what do I do now? Because now, now everything's back to normal. People are going to start charging. Are we going to still do online training or we're going to start, you know, paying at paying online training, but at a discounted rate, how we're going to do this. We just got to make sure that people, because when you give something free for a long time and what we're doing, it's, it's great. Patrick, what you're doing with your training is awesome. You do it every day, and especially you got that family effect, right? You know, your, your, you know, your daughter joining you, but at the same time, um, it's, we're, we're saying, okay, it's free, free, free. But when the time comes, Hey guys, you got to pay. We need the money. You know, we need to survive. It's our livelihood. Then, they're, they're, they're blown back and that might be a deterrent for maintaining it. And you feel that'll be heightened by the fact that people will literally say, well, you know, I'm not scared of the virus anymore. So, uh, you know, without consciously saying it, subliminally, I'm thinking I'm going to go back to cheeseburgers and four hours of sleep and sitting on the TV because I'm not afraid anymore. See, well, I don't think- yeah, it's, it's like when the bear stops chasing you, you stop running. It's, you know what, I hope, I hope, I, I, like, I hope people continue because as a fitness yeah. coach, 
that makes me happy, happier than anything else. I mean, I have clients who, you know, because of financials, one-on-one training is not, it's not, it's not inexpensive. It is, it is pretty pricey per hour because you're paying for the coach's certification, the experience, the time, if you're in the home, you're paying for the drive. There's a lot of factors involved. And I had a few, a client who, who left because look, I need to, I can't afford it, but I'm going to the gym. Like, great. As long as you go and I've empowered you to continue to go yeah. twice a week, three times a week. Excellent. But we and, and, happens. well, and the thing is, is I find that right now, what you just said, if you look at it, um, look at it as if, if you right now, what you're doing is empowering people to work out. You're going to hope that when time does come and people start going back to regular, they're going to understand that when you do start or when all of us fitness trainers, if we do start you know, going online or, or, or we start charging again for our practice, um, it's coming from the heart and, and, and it's not about that because they have now seen that it's not about the money that we're chasing. It is about building habits for them and, and hoping that they grasp them and, and take on and, and want to continue. And hopefully, yes, with us, but if not at least going to a gym twice a week, at least knowing that we did that, um, Hopefully, it is the message that throughout all of our our, our lives, um, like live training and fitness stuff, that that's what people see is that it is coming from our heart. Is it, it is coming from us wanting to truly help them, um, it, help them in in the time of crisis, but also help build the routine um, that's going to help them physically. Mm-hmm. But I also find that. If you only focus on physical, people are going to notice that. So diving in with the mental uh, aspect, emotional aspect is also very key as a coach um, because everybody handles everything differently and nobody goes through the same thing the same way. Um, so understanding that is very important. And 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 w- when you're with a client right now and, and it's supposed to you know, be this extremely intense workout that you have planned online and they come to you an emotional wreck and they're slow and, and they're not putting enough energy um, into what you hoped was a killer workout, um, being able to step back and, and, you know, getting them to move their body, but also coaching them, talking to them, allowing them to do what they need to do to um, have a, a, a well-rounded session with you. And, and instead of, I'm just here for your money because I need to get you moving. It is an opportunity, I think, to expose more of your talents to people that they might think you're good at knocking out a few push-ups and, and writing up some reps for them, whatever. And they discover, no, no, your heart and soul, you're all the way in. Patrick, what have you found is more the, the feedback you're getting back? Do you, do you get more response from your words of wisdom or from your workouts? Uh, it's a little bit of, probably a little more the workouts. Um, the wisdom, um, I think everyone's surprised that I'm sharing it. Um, just from the fact of it being wisdom for one. Um, but also like that blue shirt wisdom is a See, I know, right? It's understood, it's right? wisdom, doesn't it? Um, I can tell you're very wise too. Um, but again, like Joseph said, that, that consistency wasn't there. It was, uh, down here somewhere on my list of things that I wanted to start doing and, and get doing, but there was that little block of, um, when should I do it and where should I be at and what kind of topics should I discuss? And I should have a list of things and a content plan. Um, 
and I found this, uh, like we've kind of said, just like people working out, it put me in that, that mindset of now is my time to, to, to grow and build my brand. I'm in a, I think a different situation from, uh, the others where I'm transitioning still to my own business. I'm still at other gyms and other clubs. So I'm an employee and a contractor and trying to, to be an entrepreneur. So I looked at this as I'm going to, to get out there and do some content to build my brand, which is again on my list to do um, with the intention to pr provide online training um, at, a, at a premium, I guess, with a little more specific specificity to it. So I have uh, people taking the workouts from me who enjoy them and I get great feedback and interaction. Some of them are current participants at classes at gyms I teach at. Uh, some are new, some are, are clients I had when I used to work in Nova Scotia um, at gyms that I used to teach uh, and some are new. So the idea being hopefully that uh, at a point I can say, okay, uh, we've, we're doing these free workouts. I'm going to keep doing them uh, at the time, as long as my schedule permits on what we're having right now. Um, but here, if you want something more specific to get to your goals, uh, here's this program I'm offering. That's how I'm kind of approaching things. And the hope that is either the people taking it will uh, hop on board uh, or they'll know someone who maybe that's a good fit for. And they'll say, well, I'm a member at this gym. He's out already. I'm good here. But, you know, my niece could really use this program um, and something like that. So hopefully that word of mouth and I'm getting um, good feedback online and, and really great uh, comments. So I'm hoping that'll turn into referrals. I'm going to ask for referrals that they can actually recommend uh, me on on Facebook and Google once I guess that opens back up. So that's how I kind of approached it. I'm, I'm getting good feedback. The the wisdom um, is, is building. Uh, the reach isn't as big. The mornings I seem to get a better reach with my uh, videos for whatever reason. Um, but maybe I should wear this blue shirt and my maybe that would help. Um, but the the, the evening sessions are, are growing. The consistency's been there, um, and I get a few again. Uh, regulars that are doing the workouts and tuning in at night to watch it. Uh, sometimes they tune in later, uh, maybe 6 PM isn't good for them, but they do tune in later, uh, and get that. So I think it's just for me, again, that's that consistency and growing that brand. That's what I need to do. Uh, so people know me, um, that don't already. And then I want to roll out that kind of personal training package and have different systems for them, which will hopefully take me into, um, either, a, um, my plan originally was brick and mortar first. Like we talked earlier, uh, Blake mentioned some other people he talked to brick and mortar first add online after, but maybe now that's flip flop because I've thought of online for a while. I have, I work at a college. So uh, every two years, the participants are different. So I've got participants in all across Canada and even internationally. So those clients I could have been reaching out to online training and I haven't been because I haven't had the time to get it set up. So maybe this is a way I can kind of get that business building and growing and then maybe look at brick and mortar uh, down the road. So again, like we kind of talked about, um, it could be a, a, a shift in the, in the uh, order of events that things are going to go on that's kind of been forced on us, but maybe this is the way uh, it should be done to kind of get that success. And this is a good flow for me. So that's how I kind of approach things. That's cool. Well, thanks for letting me shift things that way. Uh, Joseph. So I surely hope you enjoyed part two of this three part series. Self-isolation requires self-check-in. Really interesting discussion with regards to fitness. You know, it is true. The fitness industry right now is changing at a very rapid pace. Ever since self-isolation started, ever since COVID-19 was declared a pandemic, you had personal trainers, fitness coaches who did not do any live workouts, didn't go live, weren't comfortable with online training, and all of a sudden have been forced to go into that. 
have been forced to get out of their comfort zones. And you know what happens when you get out of your comfort zone? You grow, you gain experience, and you grow. It's professional and personal growth. So now it's changing the game. What was probably considered a fraction of the industry will probably be be a huge part in fitness once all this is over. A lot of people will be going online, working out from home rather than going to physical facilities like gyms. I mean, I hope that doesn't change. But I believe, you know, the face of fitness will be different once all this is over. Now, for the final part of this series, in part three, we will discuss how our current experiences as coaches and as human beings and by being mindfully present, by being mindful, will prepare us to emerge more resilient together as a global family. So stay safe, stay healthy, and I just want to let you know that you are in my thoughts and prayers, you, your friends, your family, all of you. And remember, don't forget to smile, show some teeth, even when you don't feel like it, because when you smile, you're going to create some amazing positive vibes for yourself and for those around you. And another thing, always live every day with joy, curiosity, and passion.